0: Frantic Nerdcast, hosted by AJ and Brock, talking about all the nerdy things that you want to hear about. Let's get into it. Hey, nerds! Welcome to Frantic Nerdcast, episode number five. Uh, Glad we you could join us in this awesome time. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all that jazz, all the fun stuff. Yeah, get up, you get up to anything fun over the New Year period there, Brock.
1: Um, look, I got to spend my time doing a little bit of renovations for a couple of weeks, getting a little bit of a couple of rooms ready. So that was fun, tearing, tearing walls down, putting them back together and floors and whatnot. Um, got to chill out a couple of days before Christmas and over Christmas, see the family, the friends and a uh, bit of a party on New Year's as well, which was, uh, which was good fun. Yeah,
0: good fun for that. Uh, yeah, I, um, I actually, besides having my children scream at me, um, I started Supernatural again. Have you ever
1: watched Supernatural? It's funny you say that because I started watching Supernatural again, yeah. like maybe two or three months ago. Early, I was oh maybe a couple more than that, but yeah, I was talking with a friend. We were away camping, and he said, "Nah, you've got to watch Supernatural because I've I'd seen season one years ago, yeah, and yeah. I never watched anything. Anymore. Oh, you never watched Mon- no because oh. I just sort of stopped watching it after season one, and then he goes, "Nah, you've." Gotta get back into it. Get amongst it. Have a listen. Uh, a watch and whatnot. So I did. I think I'm up to season four now. Yeah. So I, I'm, I kind of
0: I've skipped a couple of little bits. Like I skipped most of season one because I've watched season one so many times.
1: <laughs> it was um, a good season. Because well, I always do that
0: thing where I um, <clears throat> I'll start watching it, and I'll finish season one, and then I'm like, I'm going to commit to the whole fifteen seasons, mm. and then I'll just stop and watch something else. <laughs> so I've watched season one so many times. Yeah. Um. So this time I kind of just skipped season one because season one is very episodic. Yeah. So it's like monster of the week, monster of the week. And then there's a little bit with the yellow eyes guy. Mm. Um, So I sort of skipped that and jumped into season two and I've just finished season six just finished oh yeah you're smashing through it then season six i think it is or season seven one of the two it's uh the season with the leviathans yeah right. anyway, I, would, I won't explain it anymore because it's nah. going to ruin it for you who hasn't seen it oh that's fine um, um, I mean, I,
1: the, the beauty of what we say it was uh, more than four weeks so i yeah. think our uh, spoilers are gone um, But there's, <laughs> there's a really good episode
0: in the season that i just finished i think it was that season um where one of the angels sends sam and dean into our world And they and Sam and Dean are now Jensen and Jared, the actual people who play them, and they're on the set of Supernatural, (laughs) so they broke the fourth wall. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's hilarious. It was season six, that's right. It was in season six, and it's just a brilliant episode. And like, there's a coming up in one of the I can't remember what season. There's a Scooby Doo crossover (laughs) where they go into the Scooby Doo cartoon, right.
1: So they they got a little bit silly. Oh, it, I think
0: it? I usually every like every season there's like one just weird episode sure. where they do something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I thoroughly enjoy the hell out of. it. That's why I'm rewatching it.
1: Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Look, I um I probably haven't watched any in about maybe two or three. I think just before the uh, the Chrissy break here, we uh, I hadn't watched any, but um I'll have to sink my teeth back into it. Well, I'm committing to it, and then once I'm done, I'm going back to Super, uh, Smallville. I'm going
0: to smash through the ten seasons of Smallville as well. Oh, see, I haven't watched Smallville in years. Yeah, it's it's it hasn't quite held up. I didn't think it. The, the would. The first season, I've I've watched the first season probably midway through last year. Right. It didn't quite hold. It's still good if you're a fan. Yeah, of course. Because Tom Welling, he's my Superman. Yeah. He'll always be my Superman, even though he was never technically called Superman sure. due to legal reasons. <laughs> but
1: he's my Superman. He's your, he's your Smallville. Yeah, he's my Smallville,
0: <laughs> you know. Um, all right. Well, now that we've talked shit, let's, um, let's get into it, I guess, with TV show. Some TV show talk. Uh, Now, this one, we've got one thing to talk about, which potentially could have been two, but I haven't started Echo yet because it Echo's out now as, as this I episode's thought, coming. I thought it was next week. No. It's, <laughs> and
1: and I turned the turn the PlayStation yeah. on and seen it pop up with Echo. I'm like, oh, that was next week. Yeah, I completely, like, oh, yes, I completely forgot. I completely awesome.
0: forgot. And my mate my mate Bushy messaged me today and he's like, what's Echo? And I'm like, <laughs> Listen oh. to the podcast. I, I, I actually did say that to him. I think he was listening to the podcast right, when we were talking right. about the Echo episode. Oh, okay. Um, so, hi, Bushy. This was directed directly at you. I can see you. <laughs> um but yeah i sent him a quick like a quick little message like oh echo is this blah blah blah, yeah. blah but yeah so echo will be in the next episode guys yeah, uh but today is the what if uh season two talk now uh myself i struggled with the first couple episodes
1: i it's one of the things that i actually
0: thought oh, actually um, um we will just uh
1: yeah, that's give, give a spoiler warning because I believe we have to do three, was it three weeks four, now. Four weeks. Four you weeks wanted now? three weeks, yes, but yes. we've got four. <laughs> it's four weeks. So it is a spoiler, this yep. talk, guys. Um, so what? They released the episodes day by day. They started yep. on like the 21st or 22nd. So the final episode came out on like the 30th of December or something. No, I can't like remember. That. Yeah. Either way, I 100% agree with you. I found that um, the first few episodes were good watchable get you back into that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff but it, it was unfortunate that it was ultimately three or four almost fillers yep until um like i think when i got more involved with it, it was always that episode where something happens and the watcher comes to and just goes hmm what was that yeah <laughs> and then that that sort of drags you like back one on. of the,
0: one of the things i disliked but also liked about it is what if is meant to be an issue thing Hmm. like each issue of what if comic is Hmm. one scenario and then the next comic is a completely like what if Mm -hmm. venom was like what if aunt may got venom yeah what if you know how the duck became the guardians of the galaxy kind of thing that's how the comic is meant to be which i is a good thing that they don't do that in the series but also a bad thing like at the end of the series where it's um captain carter doing the multiversal avengers again mm-hmm. kind of situation but this time it's her and the blue chick like that was three episodes of the what if hmm. like yes they all sort of stand alone but they're connected yeah which was good i thoroughly enjoyed that but it also ruins that what ifness of it
1: uh, i th- I, th- I do get where you're coming from but i i enjoy the way that it links through I do enjoy that because I find that um, if it doesn't have that link through, you can can lose the interest a little bit. I think if it was something that was not as... uh, If it came out a little more infrequently, it might be... Uh, easier to watch yeah, as a single maybe, sort of thing, maybe because if, it came if, out day to day. Yeah, you, that's why I felt it, that exactly. So I mean, if it comes out one week, this is the episode. Then the next week, this is what's happening. Next week, this is what's happening. Then, that's you, how then the there's a separate. Was. Yeah, and you've got a level of separation from yep. it, so you can watch them individually. But this one, again, they just one, two, three, four. That's where I found the first couple of episodes. They were individual, so I couldn't get them, get into them as much. And then when they linked up that I started to get more yeah. into it. Did you like the episode with um, the Native American chick? What I was going to say I is... I can't remember her name. It was Kohori. Kahori, that's it. That was actually of all... That was my favorite episode. That I, was my second favorite. Yeah. I loved her character. So, And for those who don't know, haven't watched Kohori, this is her introduction to Marvel. This is her first thing. And I would love to see more about her. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that was just a, a pimp way. She to, was
0: OP as hell. Oh but, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely OP also, as hell. But I mean, it was an awesome character. The way that she sort of um, like came to be in that like twenty minutes to explain her backstory. But I it was, would, a back it story. was a good backstory. Great backstory. Yeah. I would love to see that actually drawn out to a proper backstory around um, her as a character. I think a that would be a great live action movie. It would be a fantastic live action movie. But even if they just did it as um, <clears throat> took it and did some form of comic run for it, I think that would be fantastic as well. is she, she original really character great. or is she? This is her. This was her first appearance. No, so it's like, full, like full, not in comics first, or anything. Not, okay, not cool. the comics. Not in anything else. Yeah, this was I thought her, I'd never her, heard of her before. Her first appearance in the um, in the in Marvel. Okay. Because I thought that, uh, oh yeah, like whoever this is, sweet as, I looked into her straight after the episode because again, similar to yourself, I'd never heard of her. And I'm like, oh, this is her introduction. No comics, no nothing. Yeah, yeah she's a good my, character I sweet. liked it bring yeah. I don't know if it was Marvel testing the waters or something maybe maybe. I really hope it was because she was awesome because it is Disney and Disney are very big
0: about inclusivity and all that kind of stuff hmm. and there's not many Native American characters yeah. in Marvel so yeah. why not bring anyone well, I, think, I think it would be really, no one really will cool. complain because they're changing like race for hmm. a role and all that kind of stuff yeah. that's Native American makes exactly. Native American beautiful exactly um, my favourite episode was Stark and Gamora when Stark gets teleported to um, Battle World, Oh, really? And the driver, I, just,
1: I, I didn't I like that, episode. that I enjoyed it,
0: man. It was good. It was just good, fun episode. It was a singular episode, but it was the episode that was meant to be in last season. Okay. Because that was meant, that's the introduction to Gamora. Whether they completely changed what the episode was, because sure. the episode was shit in the first season. <laughs> so they was like, all right, we'll scrap that. And we're just going to yep. remake it. But it was the episode that was meant to introduce Gamora from the Multiversal Avengers. Yeah, you saw where she wears the Thanos armor and all that kind of sure, stuff. Sure. Um sure. That was the, her introduction. Honestly, that was probably my least favorite. Uh, ah, no, mine was the Peter Quill one, where he's the kid and he's got the powers. And I think like episode two, maybe. Oh uh, yeah,
1: oh uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I didn't mind. Excuse me. I didn't mind that one, but it wasn't. My least favourite Yeah was, I, think, I think those ones Are sort of like Sitting close As just whatever right. But um, Yeah I, just, I don't know the I Nebula just episode, get The Nebula episode was good. That was that was, that was good. that was that was a good Was, was that the st- first one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah That was a good
0: one To start with too Yeah That wasn't a bad episode It was, it was a bit of a Oh yeah That was cool It happened mm. But that was Like That was one of the ones Like I mean With the comic Where it happened mm-hmm. And that's it And exactly. it was just a good story yeah. Let's move on Yeah exactly Kind move of thing So yeah I found that good But yeah The the three at the end, they were the good, like they were the best because like they had the most juice in it with the sixteen oh nine, uh, Cora, Cora. Okay, Cora, that's <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> Corey, Corey, uh, the sixteen oh nine, and then um, uh, Captain Britain becoming yeah. the. Op Captain yeah, Britain with was the stones. Slick. I've seen people on the internet complaining like Tony Stark had the stones and he snapped and he died. How did she have all the stones and survives? So, and then people are like, well, she actually unused never used all the stones at the same time, mm. and also she was in an armor built by Ultron. Yeah, just like. The smartest thing in the entire exactly. universe. And
1: she's got the super serum anyways. Yeah. So, so I yeah, mean, there's know. a bunch of reasons. Yeah, for there's it. a bunch
0: of reasons. So, um,
1: shut up, haters. <laughs> but what, uh, what I think they could have done is the final episode, I think that could have been stretched into. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that was one other thing that I didn't like massively about it is at the end, they sort of threw Strange into it and then he was the bad guy. Like yep. it just sort of bang happened. Like they didn't do anything to sort of either make it a longer episode to sort of make it a bit more robust. Yeah, um, but no, it just sort I of. I mean, he
0: was always the bad guy, even in the first season.
1: Well, he was the he was meant to be on that road to redemption, <clears throat> and yeah, I get yeah. that he was the bad guy, but he was coming back as it didn't. So it just sort of went right, he's strange, he's the bad guy and then the rest of the episode was them fighting. Yeah. It it wasn't sort of like... He wasn't really a bad guy though. He was more of an anti-hero. Yeah, true. Trying to save his his world. In his
0: mind, he's saving his world and he's only... Which he does in the end. And he's only doing it to... Oh no, he ends up doing it to heroes as well, doesn't he?
1: Because he was only... he said he was only collecting villains, but mm. then he's actually collecting yeah. heroes. That's collecting right. Collecting heroes and villains and um, the intent was to sacrifice them all. I, th- I, I know that it worked in the end because he just sacrificed himself. Uh, whatever well, was, no, he got thrown in. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so it worked out in the end, but um, no, I think they could have built on that a little bit more or had a longer episode, something yeah. like that. Yeah. All right. But love the ending right at the end, sitting there, bloody um, Cap Britain, Watu. Yep. Looking at the tree of life, uh, the what's it called the the multiversal tree.
0: multiverse tree? Yeah, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And
1: ho- hopefully, we get to see them in live action.
0: You never know with um, they. I even know Marvel don't even really know what they're doing nowadays <laughs> anyway with Mages gone. Oh, but I've heard Secret Wars is going to be two parts now.
1: Uh, I thought it always was. Was it? I thought so.
0: Oh, I think I think they might be getting rid of one of the one of the other Avengers movies. Oh, they'll have to do something that was meant yeah, to be they- Kang because it was going to be. Secret War and Kang Dynasty I think they're just making a Secret War
1: 1 and 2 now oh okay right well yeah they need to do something I mean that works Um, see where it all sort of plays out and plays into
0: Mm. All right. gaming okay so onto some gaming talk we've got a couple of things here we've got some board gamey talk and some video gamey talk Mm. Um, so I guess let's start with the video gamey talk and mm-hmm. this one comes from friend of the channel. Yep. <laughs> friend of the long, show. Long time listener. Long time Se- listener. Second time caller. <laughs> uh, Cliff. Cliff. What's yep. up Maddie?
1: Um, he's he's a, a f- so far he's the only one who's given us reasonable he, questions. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Tristan, your question was dumb. Yes, Tristan, <laughs> we're talking
0: directly at you, Tristan. Um, so he's asked us Xbox or PlayStation the age old question mm-hmm. which one do you play so what about yourself Brock what
1: do you do so I have both an Xbox and a PlayStation mm-hmm. um, for me it sort of started with Xbox um, growing up I the was big a, black fucking Xbox the, one the, actually I started on the 360 so I never oh. had the, the big black yeah, okay, box yep. I started on the 360 because I was I was never massively into gaming and I wrote a little bit of an article about this on our website if you want to go check it out but but um, yeah, I was never massively into gaming. So I was about 14, 15, thereabouts. Went down, picked up a 360 after I'd played Gears of War with some mates. And that got me hooked on um, gaming, Gears of War, whatever else, Xbox. And I was, Xbox, why would you play anything else? Yep. Like, and that's how I was when I was that age. As I got um, older, it went to the Xbox One. I got that. I got a day one release when that came out. And I ended up getting a PS4 um, several years after that, purely because they bought out a Batman um, console and it had the Batman, um, I think it had Arkham Asylum and Arkham City at the time. So, uh, so marketing so, got you. Mar- oh, 100% marketing <laughs> got me. But in saying that, I wasn't as heavily into all the gaming that I've been doing previously. Like I was on it every single night for hours and hours. Um, I'd cut back much more. So what well, to answer the question of Xbox or PlayStation, I think it, nowadays it purely depends on your circumstance because the consoles themselves they're they're both great they're both um got good games on them so your circumstance is a what games do you want to play and probably the other big one that i'd say is um like what are you going to do with the games as well like are you going to go online and play All your verses and whatnot, like your your CODs and and that sort of stuff, or are you just going to run through the campaigns? Yeah. If you're just running through campaigns, just get a console that has more of the games that you would prefer. Um, Like, for example, like you go to PlayStation, they're the ones who have got Spider Man. Um, Is that exclusive? Is it? I'm pretty sure it was exclusive. I know it's on PC. It is on PS. Yeah, oh, maybe I'm just getting... I don't have a PS5 yet, so I might just be um, be salty about that factor. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, fair enough. But either way, like there are games through PlayStation which are for PlayStation, and same with Xbox. So if there's games that are more inclined to you that you'd prefer to play, so then you would go to that rather than the other. And then um, the online factor. I mean, your big ones are your probably your cods and whatnot at the moment. Yep. Um, if that's what you want to play online, then. If you want to play with mates, find out what your mates are playing it on and sort of follow suit. Yep. Or if you don't want to play with your mates, find out what they've got and get the other
0: one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, for me, it was, uh, and I'm going to go against the Xbox or PlayStation debate here and just say Nintendo 64 is the best console ever <laughs> fucking made. <laughs> Nothing has ever topped that console. It was phenomenal. The controls looked like giant three ended dildos, but they worked so well. And it was just the best console. Uh, Mario 64 is the best game ever made, fight me. Um, but if we're into this conversation, like I have had, um, I had the PlayStation 1, I had PlayStation 2, I've had mm-hmm. PlayStation 3, I've had Xbox, Xbox One, uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And that's about where I stopped with the consoles because mm-hmm. I kind of stopped playing bo- uh, video games. Sure. I got more into board games, all that kind of stuff, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't really play video games. Mm -hmm. I've kind of pulled them back out recently and just started playing them again, like my uh, PS3 and the Xbox One. In all honesty, I'll play the PS3 over the Xbox One any day of the week because Xbox One, every single game you put in that fucking thing, you have to install it, fucking update it, all that kind of shit. Put a game in the PS3, that motherfucker
1: runs straight away. That is one thing I'll say about gaming these days is it is a a painful time to just... Play a game like, I just want to put the disc in
0: And play the fucking game exactly. I don't want to sit there For three hours While it updates Or mm. installs On my fucking system Oh you can't install it You don't have enough space <laughs> Delete something I don't want to delete something I paid $90 for this fucking game I yeah. want to play the fucking game Yeah Why would I bother buying a disc If he's not going to Fucking put the game on the disc
1: Exactly It's infuriating And that's where now You get the consoles Where you actually download the game Yep
0: Yeah so. Like the Xbox what, what are the new ones oh, called?
1: Xbox S Series. S Series, and it's
0: like it's like no disc drive or anything. Yeah, it is, there, basically, yeah, basically. Um, but in all honesty, out of all the modern what are they what, what are next gen consoles yeah. that are out at the moment, I'll I will play the Switch over any of them.
1: I it's funny you say that as well because I mean that that's the other thing. Like the Switch, which is pretty consistent with yep. its gaming and whatnot. Now that the Switch is out, they've done away with more of their Game Boy like yeah. Yeah, well, it's essentially DS it's essentially the merged
0: their Wii and this and their yeah, um,
1: DS. Yep, exactly, exactly. So it, it itself is a great console. It's fun. It's super portable. Like it's got... A I mean, yeah, it doesn't have the well. graphics power, but yeah, it's, I mean,
0: no one could see me doing the quotation marks. <laughs> so I apologize. But,
1: and again, like it just comes down to what your preference is. That's so it. if you want something that does have that little bit more of a portability, then a Switch could be right yeah. up your alley I mean, well.
0: and also Nintendo doesn't have the game library that Xbox and PlayStation have, hmm. which is cool for... for Game, you understand like people that like video game playing, they will buy a PlayStation, Xbox or mm. a PC. Yep. Um, and the other good thing about like, like you're talking online play and all that kind of stuff. A lot of games now are cross platform anyway. Mm. So you, if you've got an Xbox and you may have got a PlayStation, a lot of games you can still play multiplayer online with those uh, different systems now, cause they're all built on the same infrastructure mm. and all that kind of shit. Mm. So it's not really that much of a question anymore mm. in my opinion. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, uh, as I said, Maddie, go out, have a look at what games you want to play, um, find out what you want to do with those games. And then um, once you've done that, flip a coin and see where it lands. (laughs) Yep. And then just uh, sit there and play. And then when your partner comes in and says,
0: Why are you playing video games for? Just say, You know what? Go away. I just wanted to press that button. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, on to our other plate of gaming talk. Uh, what was our first ever TCG or CCG uh, and all the likes and uh, that we purchased? Mm. Um, so, I personally, uh, I've been playing them for a long time, a lot longer than you. Mm. Uh, so, my first CCG that I got. I didn't actually play it because I didn't understand that it actually was a CCG. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought it was cards because I used to collect like uh, X-Men cards, Mm -hmm. um, DC cards, Marvel cards, all that kind of stuff. Just normal trading cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I didn't actually understand that you could play games with a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. So, my first one I've actually bought was Marvel Overpower. Right, And I just bought it because... Those cards, and I just collected up like normal. Hadn't I saw those texts at the bottom? Didn't understand that it was yep. a card game. I was I think I was way too young to do that. And this is before Magic, before Yu-Gi-Oh. No, before Magic was out, but it was before like Pokemon, mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh, and all those. The big hitters were out. Magic was the only big one. Sure, but there there were a lot of like there were hundreds of them that I now know existed and wished that I'd played, <laughs> but and they're all like dead CCGs now. Um, So yeah, so Overpower was my first one to purchase cards for, but Magic was the first one I played. Okay. So I bought, I think I bought some starter decks and me and my mates used to play out with black. um, uh, My mate Bushy again, he was one of the ones I used to play against. um, And yeah, that was really the first one. then kind of from there, Sort of stopped playing for a little bit, then got back into them when some more games were out. Pokemon played that pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. I've still got thousands of cards for that from the OG stuff. <laughs> and I used to kicking myself. Now I used to have like set one ones of like all the ones. I had the Charizard. Just oh, worth a shit ton of money now. That
1: was pretty. blast. So
0: I had all the big shinies, man, yeah. and I just got rid of them. You know.
1: I had so my first one was Pokemon. Yep um again when i first was similar to yourself didn't know that it was a playable thing we just that i think the tv show would recently come to um australian shores in yeah, english it had probably and, been
0: out for i think it was about for about a year before mm-hmm. the, the tcg yep. started yeah yep.
1: so that was out and then everyone was sort of there in like then the cards hit like oh this is awesome we can go start collecting so we did we went yep. and started collecting having I no used idea to buy it from
0: retrovision retrovision yep Retrovision, for those of you who don't know what Retrovision is, it's an electronic oh my store. Oh, God. Yep.
1: I forgot that existed. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I used to buy my Pokemon cards from Retrovision. I think from memory, memory, they were like four bucks a pack. Oh, something like that. Yeah. It
1: was really. I. And you're exactly right. Like, just nothing. Like, pe- there were just some cards that people were getting. And, and we just didn't play like, them with sleeves. No. Because we didn't know sleeves existed. We didn't existed. know what sleeves were. So like, my Charizard
0: would be like like if I got it graded it would be graded like 3 because it would have just been warned at the shit house. No,
1: they would have said um no. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but uh one thing I will say though is um I I found out earlier than I expected that it was a game. Okay, yeah. So I had like a big collection ended up with a stupidly big collection and um I was talking to one of my mates at school. We were talking, and then we just sort of started looking at the cards. We we're like, we wonder what all this is for. And then we um, found the rules that came with the box, and then actually went through and oh, this is a game. Yeah, so that's and then, so we gave we gave it a try. Yeah. Like we, it would have been absolutely horrible taking about fourteen hours yep. to play one hand, but we surprisingly picked it up earlier than expected. Yeah, and, and- well,
0: Pokemon was an easy game to play as well. Mm. That's the good thing. Like. Um- when you and when you bought the starter set it came with the rules and all yes. that kind of stuff whereas when i bought back in the day when i bought overpower the starter set didn't come with rules in it oh so it was just kind like of a, thing. it was like a here's yeah. your collection pack, like, your collection oh, pack right. kind of thing so that's why i never really knew it was the game hmm. um and then, like, I think there was a couple of other ones that I bought here and there from, like, a card shop that used to you had to buy and sell trade cards at and I just buy booster packs. Yep. Also, again, not knowing that they were CCGs and all yep. that kind of stuff. Um, like, Rage was one of them. A couple other ones kind of thing. But, yeah, um, they never came with rules or anything. So, I never mm. kind of knew until Pokemon that it was a thing. Yeah. yeah exactly exactly. oh it's all magic sorry and then pokemon yeah
1: Hmm. but then uh in saying that like playing played it for a bit and not long enough to actually got heavily into it it was far more a collection type thing yeah yeah same i have absolutely no fucking idea where my cards are
0: yeah neither do i i don't don't think i ever got rid of them i just think they were at my parents place hidden away somewhere Mm. and then they've moved and just
1: they've been thrown out kind of thing yeah I think it was more or less something along those lines. I think we probably gave them to someone because they it's were
0: devastating.
1: It really is. It's like I had um, I had
0: original Transformer toys like mm. the OG. Like the, I had the Megatron that turned into the handgun, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And we gave them away to like family friends and yeah, stuff like exactly. that when they because I outgrew Transformers you, and you yeah. Just, you don't think of it. It's devastating. You know, you're a kid.
1: Yeah. I think the beauty of that is, as a kid, you are playing it. As a kid You enjoyed it It is what it is Like That's you look it, yeah. back at it now d- it, As devastating as it was It was fun yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's uh What are you, you gonna do What are you gonna do Alrighty Let's
0: uh Free Okay, on to some trailer talk. Now, we've got two trailers to talk about here. One, I'm very much looking forward to. The other one, yeah, all right, it's I'm mm. I'm into it. So, well, let's go with we'll go with the eh, one first. Yep. We'll yep. go with Code 8 Part 2. Did you see Part 1? I watched Part 1 when it came out on Netflix a long mm. time ago because yep. I like both the actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, it's, um, I can't remember the Robbie names. Robbie
1: and Stephen Amell.
0: Yeah, that's it. Stephen Amell and Robbie. So, it's the dude from Arrow. Yep. And the dude from Upload, they're cousins.
1: Hmm. Um, it was one of those things where I'm pretty sure I was hungover as all hell, yep. just thumbing through Netflix because they didn't like, promote didn't, it at all. Oh no, not at all. It just and I seen it. It was I, I think I enjoyed the concept or the idea of it yep. more than the actual show. Like it's a really cool concept about um, superpowered beings, but not like overpowered superpowered beings. Yeah. They're just guys who oh I can with electricity
0: it reminded me a lot of push did you ever see that with um captain america in it
1: um i'm just trying to think which one that was uh, oh, dakota, yeah, yeah. Fanning, dakota fanning captain yeah, yeah. america
0: and yeah. that that was a great movie that yeah, deserved the sequel and all that kind of stuff and never got it but mm. it reminded me a lot more of that where it's like real world situation yeah. with superheroes yeah. Um, uh, yeah
1: they put the real world first yeah. and then introduce the superheroes rather than hey here's the superheroes let's yeah. Build a real But it's not like
0: Not like a boys Style of real world With superheroes Where Mm. it's a bit more Of a piss take Kind of thing Of modern real world It's more real real world
1: Hmm. With superheroes, kind of thing. It's yeah. al- almost like a mutant type. Yeah, it's more X Men. It's it, it's it, very. It, it, it's on the X Men verge. Exactly, but it's um uh, with within reason though. <laughs> yeah, and I think from memory in the movie, like there are a couple moments where he gets um, cranky and I mean, that overloads some like, yeah. parents stuff like that. But it's like uh, he, he does it, and as soon as he done it, he's absolutely fried. But yep. even what he did was kind of like, okay, that was cool. But it wasn't like, oh, you just blew up No, They, they New were York. criminals, weren't they, from memory? The, um, Stephen, yes, the main they, one. Yes. They, one of them was a criminal and got the other guy in. Because, yeah, that's Because it. they're soups, they don't... or I can't remember what they actually call I them. I think, but yeah. But um, they basically untrusted because they have these yeah. powers. So it's hard for them to get work. So more or less, he turned up to a parking lot and said, hey, come with me if you want a job. Yeah. And the job was, to, uh, I think he had to cut into a fence and it just sort of escalated yeah. from there. And I, I
0: remember in. part two, I didn't even know part two was coming Neither out it at I. all. The only reason I found out is because I was watching an interview with Stephen Atmel about Heels season two, mm. which is the wrestling show he was in, which just got canned, which is unfortunate but it's because it was a good show. But um, he was talking in interview of that and they're like, oh, what have you got up next? He's like, oh, man, my cousin have got Code 8 Part 2 coming out. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And, he has, and the guy, even the person's like, oh, I didn't know that. Thing. He goes, yeah, 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 we wrote it. It's, uh, Netflix, they love the first one. So they gave us a whole heap more money. So this mm. one's going to be a bit bigger. Mm. Still not over the top big, but it's going to be good, yeah.
1: And, and I, I forgot to write this down when it comes out. I don't think it's far away. No, no, it's like I think, soon, I, think yeah. it's, I, I can't remember if it was like February or, or maybe August. Oh no, was it August? I don't. I have no April. idea, yeah. Either way, it surprised me how soon it was actually coming out for the fact that I hadn't seen anything about it and then last week I just stumbled across the... <laughs> when I first seen it, I thought, oh, here's another one of those trailers where someone's just fan-made some oh, bit of crap. Fuck,
0: they irritate me so much, those trailers, man. <laughs> oh my God, I was want to punch those people some in of the, the face. Some of
1: the fan-made stuff is great.
0: There's but- one going around for for an Alien sequel at the moment and it's just pissing me off. <laughs> Because it keeps popping up in my fucking YouTube, and I'm like, I don't, I know it's fake. I don't want to watch
1: it. Go away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, but look, it it was the first one. It's not, it's not groundbreaking. It's not the best movie in the world, but it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, and the trailer, it just sort of looks like it picks up where the previous one mm. left off, more or less. Um, so I think it'll have a, a similar take, just a, or similar premise, just bit bigger yeah yeah pretty much
0: um all right on to the other trailer the one that i'm very much looking forward to and that is civil
1: war i was so happy when i stumbled not to do across it with marvel trailer. in
0: case just so you know guys uh, this is a completely uncomic book movie mm.
1: <laughs> so th- this is a random movie trailer i stumbled across <clears> and it looks like I hope it is as good as that trailer makes it look. Well,
0: it's from, uh, what's his name? Alex Garland. He Mm. wrote 28 Days Later, Sunshine, The Beach, Dread, which we've talked about numerous Mm. times. Uh, And he also wrote and directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. So he's got the creds.
1: Yes. And And that's what made it.
0: Just from the trailer, man, it looks sick. For those of you who haven't watched it, go and watch it. But basically. America has a modern-day civil war, mm. which is not that unrealistic from no. watching the news and their moronic presidents and
1: stuff. So, And that's why I think that this movie could be really, really, really fucking good oh, because yeah. it, it's it's one of those things where I reckon during the movie it's going to have one thing that's sort of – it's almost like a tipping point, so to speak, and that tipping point will be just like, oh, shit, that that could fucking happen tomorrow. Like, no, I, really. and, and I think that's going to – just set the tone of the movie and I think it's going to be awesome.
0: Uh, one of my big things with Kirsten Dunst, she's back.
1: I haven't seen her in anything I know, right?
0: She, I think she's done a couple of like little tiny sure. fucking indie things and stuff but I think she concentrated when I and concentrated on being a parent yeah. like kind of stuff for mm-hmm. a while. I'm not 100% sure on that but I think that's what it is. But I love Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic actor, actor and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing her. And the other thing I really liked about the trailer besides just the Scale of it, just the intenseness of mm. it, was the fact that it focuses on the reporters, yes. not on some action star who's going to win the day for his mm. side of the battle. Yep. It's just reporters reporting on this thing that's really happening, mm. and I think that's a fantastic sort of side to take on it. And I reckon it looks, it looks like, good. Yeah, it's it looks good. Awesome. The,
1: one of the things that set the tone for me is when it gets that close up of. um the soldier. He's just sitting oh, there with old the game with these old guys. Mate from American always, uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, always forget his name. Yeah, it's, I can't um, remember. I just remember him a, from Friday Night Lights. He's a great actor. Um, and he's just sitting there, and he goes, like the reporters say, "Oh, stop, we're stop. Americans. Like, we're American." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Which what, America? What kind of Americans? And yeah. you're just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, it just, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be very, very sweet.
0: I'm very very much looking for it. and I mean like like I said before, I man, Twenty Eight Days Later, Sunshine, mm. The Beach, or, or they're all directed by Danny Boyle, but they're written by him and they are all fantastic films. Mm. Uh Dread, one of my favorites. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago. Um X Machina was mind blowing. Mm. Annihilation wasn't as good. It was a good movie, it. but it wasn't as good. But Ex Machina was fantastic, mm. and those other ones are just fucking brilliant. So it's going to be a good one. So I reckon everyone go watch the trailer if you haven't watched it. Um, we'll chuck it up on the website uh, underneath the podcast for this one if you want. And you can have a look at it there. If you can't find it on YouTube, but if you can't find on YouTube, you shouldn't be using YouTube. Um, <laughs> just remember it's not the Marvel Civil War, Captain America. It's just Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh Ooh. Okay, on to some movie talk. So, let's talk about the first one, Rebel right. Moon. Do we have to? Uh, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. We are excited. I was excited about it. I'm pretty mm. sure you were excited about it as well. Yeah. Look, it was a good movie. It was enjoyable. But fuck me, did Netflix ruin that film? It looked Because I didn't find out until after I watched it. which And then after, after I heard this, I f- it made a lot of sense that Netflix deliberately cut it down to a PG hmm. so that they could then release a fucking R-rated Snyder cut of it. Yeah. And it's, it ruined it. Like, you could tell it was so badly cut to parts where you're like, did I just miss a chunk of that movie? Like, what? Hmm. Why? What?
1: I I think, for me, it happened so much earlier than that. It ha- it was like the... or well not so much earlier, but it was when... When she goes the, into the barn? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that happened. Like, the you sort of it just gets you amped up for what you think is right. This is where the movie okay. is going to start. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you amped up for what, like when the movie's um, about to start and then she gets that Snyder slow-mo that oh, he's known for. He did a lot of slow-mo in this lot, movie. A lot. And some of it was really, really good. Other bits you're kind of like, you didn't need that. <laughs> um, didn't need slow <laughs> fucking corn being thrown on the dirt. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you watch her go through and you see her do her first attack and then her second one, and you're kind of like, huh? What? Is that it? Yeah. And it just it just looked like it just wasn't finished at well, all. If- like, I wasn't expecting there to be absolute blood and gore. Like, it wasn't about that. It just... It was almost as if you could see the fact that she was standing a meter away from him and swung in front of him, missing him, and then going to the next guy while the other guy laid on the ground. Yeah, it, felt, it just looked well,
0: unfinished. And also, her character is meant to be this brutally trained assassin who's mm. like top of top rank kind of thing. Yep. And it just felt like she had no skill because all the brutality was pulled yeah, out of it.
1: Exactly. I think that R when the R version comes out, or Snyder cut, or whatever the hell they're going to call it, it will completely change that movie.
0: Oh, hundred percent. It'll be a, it'll be a completely different movie, which mm. and like no one will ever watch that fucking PG piece of crap again. So. Exactly. Like, and they better not do it for fucking part two. Fuck me. But uh,
1: probably probably. Yeah, they will. Oh I'm look, trying... ha- they can do it. Release a Snyder cut first. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but I mean, there were good parts in it. I like mm.
0: I liked the story. Um, the story was fun. It was a nice kind of uh, journey of pick up person A, pick yeah. up person B, like very video gamey yep. style. Yep. Um, that was fun. Um, the characters were good. I liked old mate from Sons of his character. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I liked his turn. That yeah. was good as well. Yep. Uh, the baddie, he was he was great. Um, I can't... Yeah, I've seen him in other stuff as well, but mm. he, he was phenomenal as the bad. He just that stoic prick of a character. Mm. It was really, really well done. Mm. The aliens were phenomenal. The spider chick was phenomenal. Yep. That, She's, was, um, that was
1: probably my favorite scene, yeah. actually.
0: She, The spider chick was um, the younger sister in Sucker Punch. You know, oh, the really? two sisters. Yeah. So you had Abby, Abby Cornish, the Australian yep. one, the blonde one who survives at the end. Yep. Uh, her younger sister is that was the spider chick. Yeah, right. She was also in a movie called Saved, which mm. uh, with uh, Macaulay Culkin's... Macaulay Culkin, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a Catholic one. One yeah, of them right. gets pregnant and stuff. It's like a black sure. comedy. It's phenomenal. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. But that was her in that. Yeah. So, um, uh, and the um, the chick with the swords, the nin- like the mm. samurai chick, she was, she was a cool character, but I felt like she had a lot cut out because mm. you didn't really learn
1: anything about her. No, there was no, there was no backstory yeah. to her whatsoever. She just sort of... It was like, oh, we need to go pick someone up and I know who it is. And then all of a sudden she was killing a spider. Like, what? (laughs) But in saying that, uh, that spider scene was my favorite scene. That's because
0: it probably wasn't cut down because there wasn't any bloody gore because it's an alien, you're allowed to do that. Exactly.
1: And it just looked really, really well done. But even like from that emotional perspective, you got drawn into the emotion of the the spider and um, the assassin like trying to kill and you felt both of them at that point in time. While she'd getting cut to pieces, yeah. <laughs> like it was really, really well done, and I hope that that is what is taken through to the R uh, cut. Yes,
0: um, <laughs> Which the, would be great. The main, the one I didn't like was Captain Shirtless, the one who rides the Griffin. The one who rides? Oh yeah, that was silly. that was n- no point to that. Didn't really care. And then he lat-
1: had the biggest introduction in the movie. Yeah,
0: and then later on <laughs> they're like, oh, he's a king. Yeah, and you're like, oh, is he cool?
1: Right. Um. Thank you for that. He a king. He was being held prisoner over so there. So I felt like again that they've
0: cut parts out of that just to keep the Griffin riding action scene, yeah. but cut other parts out there. That it yeah. just feels. It just feels like so many chunks were taken out of it, mm. which is yeah. It's just made it a bad. or well, not a bad movie. I think it's watchable, but it's. I'm not going to rush to watch that version again.
1: No, not at all. Like, and you've summed it up well. It's watchable, but. I'm not going to rush to it. Yeah. Nor, um, nor will I be rushing to watch it
0: again. Yeah, I'll, I'll rush to watch the, the Snyder Cut one because yeah. I want to see if, if I'd like they to did see, I'd it. like
1: to see a finished movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> um, and I'd, I'd like to see some Army of Dead connections there because he says they're connected in the same universe. So let's... Uh, yeah. Apparently in the bar scene, mm. when when they're first in the bar scene, they meet uh, Channon yep. whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Um Apparently, there's like a zombie thing in there. No, I can't remember. Uh, someone I saw, I saw it on the internet. I did oh, I couldn't be bothered going back to check it out because you mm. know, the movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll wait for the the next cut to see. I'll probably pay more attention to it.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, all right. The we've gone to talk about this one a couple of times. But we've run out of time a lot of times to actually talk about it, and that is the uh, the creator.
1: I loved this movie. That's good. I love this movie. So, uh, the creator was directed by Gareth Edwards. Now, Gareth Edwards did the 2014 Godzilla. He also did Rogue One from the Star Wars series. Which is one of the best Star Wars movies, made. Now, what he also did, which I found out and reminded me about this movie, he did Monsters. So, Monsters was a movie that came out in 2010, which if you haven't watched, I highly recommend you go and watch it. It's basically um, American. Uh, the, the world's been invaded by some form of big-ass monsters, mm. and it's a horror-type sci-fi flick where this particular person is trying to get from... Um, he, he
0: has to go pick up a da- someone's, da- daughter someone's daughter and, daughter and take he's, her yeah. through yep. uh, South America yep. up into America.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Brilliant film. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, go and see it. Also,
0: fun fact on that one. We'll get back to the creator. But that movie... Budget. ...cost him $15,000 to yep. make. And it was him, a sound dude. Mm-hmm. The chick is his wife, I believe. I didn't, I didn't know that. But I yeah, think sure. it's his wife. And the other dude was an actor. Or mm. well, they might have both been actors, but I'm pretty sure one of them was his wife mm. or someone's wife or something like that. I can't remember. But um, yeah, it was him with the camera. Mm-hmm. And the sound dude, yep. and ninety percent of the people in it are real military. Real, they're real <laughs> guns, all that kind of stuff. He did all the visual effects work himself because he was a visual effects artist before Monster. Yep. So he did all the visual effects work and all that kind mm. of stuff, and that's how it cost fifteen k to make. And they didn't ask permission for any of it. Yep. They just went and did it. And yeah. Yeah. It was. A beautiful. They did a sequel to it. I'd it nev- was
1: shit. I never seen the sequel. Um, I don't think he did the sequel. I think it was he, the studio. He didn't do the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> but um, look, slight sidetrack. But yeah, monster, brilliant film. Go and have a watch. Watch of it. Um, but the creator, this movie is an absolutely incredible take on the human AI element. Yeah, like. I don't know when this actually came out. Oh, no, know. we got, well, this is fine. It's this been out for fine. a month. I was yep. going to say. It's been, like,
0: been in the movies and everything. Okay,
1: cool. Because I didn't know anything about this. And then I seen it on Disney that it was coming out soon. So yep. I've only known about this movie for like a month. Yep. Um, came out on Disney just before Christmas. Uh, absolutely incredible take on human versus AI, AI versus human, whatever way you want to put it. I mean, the, the typical storyline that we all know is the age-old Rise of the Machines. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. So, if anyone's currently out there working on Skynet, stop. Um, but in this one, it is really... It's really, really cool to see... I need more sound effects. ...see that they're humans. They basically created something that they're scared of, but they're scared of something for their own faults. Like it's really cool the way that they've done it. Um the synopsis is that the movie, like the humans have created AI, the robots and whatnot to help with everything and everything from daily to more mundane and some higher tasks and whatnot. Yep. And over the time, they've, they've developed... They've um, the
0: three rules of robotics yeah, and exactly, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: The, over time, they've developed into simulants so that they can give them a more personable effect. So that a simulant is your um, an AI that looks like a person or yep. it's got human traits and whatnot. Um it's all going along great until one day there's a big old explosion uh, in an American city. I can't remember what I think what it was Los was. Angeles. Possibly. Yeah. Um, either way, there's a big old explosion that's caused and immediately and Luke, oh. they blame AI. And they say, AI, what have you done? It's the AI ru- u- uprising. What the hell? And the movie sort of set around that and how yeah, and
0: America go to war with the AI,
1: but correct. no other countries do. Correct. Yeah, so it's so, only America that's going for the mm, war. Kind so of thing. so basically, it's um, America coming from the west, um, and they all settle in the east. It's typically around like uh, uh, I can't remember if it was Japan or China I think around it was that Japan. sort. Of, either way, through um, Orient and whatnot for them staying in that area, and more or less the AIs and the humans in that area are getting along fine. They're all happy, like they sort of you're bad for doing it or the Americans say you're bad for liaising with the AI, but I mean, nobody else has got an issue with it. So Americans go away. Um, They've got a, Big old cannon in the sky. <laughs> oh, it's pretty too. It's very well designed. Very well designed. Very, very cool the way that it works. It's it's pretty, pretty sweet. It's basically a big thing that scans old, around. Orbital bombardment machine. Oh, exactly. And they click a button and it just drops a nuke on wherever the hell they want. It's huge. It's, it's really cool. And um, basically the AIs have created something that can stop it. Um, that thing that can stop it is, in, is a simulant and it's a simulant child. Um, my understanding is that it's like the first of like a simulant child that they've been able to create. Um, and the idea of this particular child simulant is that it can actually grow. Yeah. I think so, that was from yeah. So the idea is that it can grow and learn. And as it learns, it's sort of its internal structure actually becomes bigger so that it can ultimately grow similarly to how humans grow. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of the next evolution of AI. Essentially,
0: that, yeah. it was, it was the, he was the next evolution yes. of the machine. Correct. Getting it closer towards being human. That's why mm. everyone was so
1: scared of it. Exactly. Exactly. And it had the um, ability to sort of control other um, mechanical and electrical electrical, inclined things, whether it be vehicles, toasters, or a big bombardment machine up in the sky. So it's sort of set around a guy, uh, uh, what's his name? John uh, John David Washington. Yeah, Washington. Yep. Daniel D- Washington's kid. Yep. So he's more or less meets the simulant, goes along for a journey. It's re- I actually really liked their relationship. Yeah. How it's sort of, what the fuck, I need to kill you and it develops over the course of the movie really, really well for him actually starting to care and seeing- Because that,
0: that that comes from also, which is this isn't even a spoiler if you haven't watched the movie yet. It comes from at the start of the movie, he's with a chick. Yep. You find out she's uh, like Denzel, Wash, uh, Denzel Washington's kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he He's kind of this chick, you find out, um she's pregnant and yep. then she gets hit by the bombardment and killed yep. so he sort of lost his child so when he meets this thing he's going to try and kill it but then he kind of starts to get that fatherhood instinct and try and protect it because he lost his child yep um which is really good. and the the woman who plays the mother of her of the kid she is um she's the one from the eternals yes and she's also funnily enough in a show called humans, a British show where she plays an AI simulator. <laughs>
1: oh, there you go. Yeah. And which, she-
0: which do have an uprising against the humans and what all that kind go. of stuff.
1: It was, it was meant to be, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Which Absolutely. is a really good show. Um, Yeah, so I really enjoyed that factor. It's a well-written story. Yeah. love As I said, I love the way that it's not that typical the humans are trying to stop the AI because the AI are trying to kill everybody. It's the AI, no, we're not trying to kill you. We're trying to live like you've created us. We are now something and we just want to hang out and play Nintendo. Leave Mm. us alone. And
0: um, I really like him, the main actor. Um, He's in Tenet Mm. and
1: he was also in Ballers. As well, I the series. I haven't watched Ballers, but he was really good in Tenet. Yeah, he was, he's great.
0: And, th- and this is the first time that I've seen Denzel Washington in, Washington in him. Mm. There are a couple of times, mm. like a couple of scenes, where he turn and like he do like a, <laughs> like a stare face, and you're like, "Holy shit, you look like your dad." So for me, it was
1: um, when I heard him. Oh, so because okay, like, yeah. I was I was looking down at something whether I was having a feed or on my phone or whatever, and I heard him talk. And this was in Tenet. I heard him say something like, what the fuck? I didn't realize Denzel was in this. And then I'd, I'm like, that's not Denzel. I did a look through and I'm like, oh, well, there you go. It's his kid. There, yeah. Cause I actually didn't know it was his no. kid uh, when I watched Tenet
0: until, and uh, I've like, been watching balls, but seen him in balls before mm-hmm. that. And I never knew it was Denzel Washington as a kid until after Tenet. And I was like, oh, let's, I'll look up some facts about that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to d- decipher what the fuck just happened. What did I just watch? And I found out he's a kid. And I'm like,
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It, I could see that I could yeah. hear it really sweet. Yeah um, Definitely following In his father's footsteps yeah. Um, One thing That I Really drove This movie home For me And Loved it It was A few lines Of dialect From the The main um, Simulant guy Who was his best friend Before the bomb Oh Actually, Old mate from Godzilla Let yeah, them fight Yeah I, yeah. Can't, I can't remember his yeah, name it's, like,
0: it's the guy like, that says Let them fight In Godzilla Yeah, yeah.
1: Again, another great actor. Um, he said he's also in the Last Samurai, which is another fantastic yes. film. Uh, he more or less comes along. He says to um, John David's character, uh, he says, "This war is silly, anyways. It wasn't even us. It was a human co- human putting the wrong bit of information in, and it was their bomb. Yeah, like, and it was. It wasn't even like at the forefront of the movie to sort of do anything. It was just really, really." in my opinion it was like a subtle two lines of dialect yeah. just sort of set it and then it just sat there for i don't know several seconds just and then it lets everybody sort of go hang on what what did you say yeah and then it goes on to the next i thought that was so brilliantly done and really really just drove home the movie of uh, drove home the intent of like well we've created something it's not here to kill us like we're the one trying to kill it and we need to work out how to actually get along. But humans being humans, um, we just want to create and then destroy. Yeah. Oh, it, was good. it was a good movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, okay. Uh, Nosferatu. Yeah, I thought I'd throw this one on there because I love a Dracula movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really know much about Nosferatu. And okay, then... so
0: Nosferatu for me, I, I know Nosferatu because Nosferatu is one of those things when you go to film school. They teach her.
1: <laughs> well, you have to
0: watch Nosferatu. Yeah.
1: So I I figured that you would have seen it in its entirety for yeah. that reason. Yep. I hadn't. I have now watched it Cause in it's, it's on YouTube. It's, it? it's on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I have watched it in its entirety. Um now for those who don't know, it is a 1922 black and white silent baby. silent German film. Yeah. Um I enjoyed watching that movie far more than I expected to. Yep. <laughs> Which was real. Like, I definitely flicked through it being yeah, silent. Yeah. Like, his old T-Rex arms. Yeah. yeah. It, like, it's one of those things where I think I got through it in about half an hour, I want to say. Yeah. Thereabouts. Like, it, it's enough to sort of... Like, some of the scenes, they go for three or four minutes long and it's literally just one <clears> guy <throat> in the sitting in the centre of the screen just sort of going... Oh, 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 and just looking around the space. You're kind of like... well. You don't need to watch all of that. Yeah. Um, Mainly because back in those
0: days, the cameras were fucking ginormous. Like they yes. were big, like one meter by one meter boxes, like solid boxes. There were no tripods or anything. They were just big fuck off boxes. Mm. The film had to go through so that no light besides things coming <laughs> through the lens could touch. They were mental, man. So like they just couldn't change things. And they'd so like, the sound hadn't been connected to film yet, blah, 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 blah. And they used to be back when they played pianos and cinnamons, etc. cetera, et cetera. Um, But yeah, the, then apparently they used to make so much noise when they filmed these things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was mental, apparently.
1: Um, yeah, so look, give it a skim. As I said, you can skim over it fairly quickly and you get the premise of it. But what I really liked is um, watching that and sort of thinking to all the modern adaptions of Dracula and how they sort of draw back into Bram Stoker's Dracula and all yep. that sort of stuff. Like I thought that was really cool. I mean, you got the, the, the Demeter voyage, you've got the fact that he's got to be in with all these, um, all of the, what is it? The soil that he's got to yep. take everywhere and how you can see that sort of picked up and you can see some of those bits and pieces that are randomly thrown through different movies and different film settings and, and whatnot. And I thought it was really, really cool. um, Nosferatu coming through... They're doing a remake. Yes. That's why I put this up there. It's going to be Willem Dafoe. Oh, God, he's so good. He is so good. So good. So I'm hoping that they can do a really good horror remake of this movie. He will be incredible phenomenal in that role man uh, I'm phenomenal
0: really 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 looking forward like just to it. The, especially like you look at the creepiness he brought to green goblin in oh. fucking spider-man which is a ridiculous Especially like from sam raimi's spider-man uh, goblin and that he was a ridiculous character mm. it was fucking uh, so over the top when it was meant to be to bring that character into a l- more down-to-earth spider-man and just that ability when he snapped and they had that fight scene it's he's terrifying oh, in it yeah and then like you watch him and stuff like death note um and all those kind of things um, he's just he's so good at it and he's just he'll be an excellent Dracula. i think he will like, really,
1: i think he'll really really enjoy the role i think he'll make it his own i think he'll have a shitload of fun yeah um and as i said i hope it sort of gives a news sort or of, a new light to dracula so to speak because they've done a few over the past did you ever see
0: years? uh the Dracula one with old mate that played, um, preacher in it.
1: Hmm. Did I see I think that? it was just
0: called Dracula. It may have been written by the same person who did the underworld movies. I can't oh. remember. Um, but essentially, it was like the origins of Dracula. Right. So when he was the king, yep. all that kind of stuff. He had to go. He went up at the mountain, found the OG oh, vampire, yeah, yeah. and it no, turns that, him. That was, um, and no, it's, like that, it's more more story about Vlad than, yeah, like Dracula yeah, yeah. kind no, of that, thing.
1: That was that was a pretty cool movie.
0: And then um, he had like the massive bat wings and stuff, like actual bats that it, used him as just, wings. It's and not, stuff. The act,
1: not the actor who plays preacher. It's um, Isn't it? no, I thought no, it was. No, no, no. It's um. This is gonna do my head in. But I'll, I'll Google it and then come back to that. But yeah, I, I'd forgotten about that movie. That was yeah. mid-2000s. I yeah, think? somewhere around uh, 2010, that, yeah. sorry. Um, I thought that was pretty sweet. It set it up for um, a sequel. Yeah, it was
0: meant to be... I think they were, they were trying to do a shared universe with it. Hmm.
1: Um, and it just it never happened, yeah. unfortunately. There's some things fall by the way. So I think if they could have kept that going, that would have been a good vamp for... Um, her revamp for dracula mm. um because i mean the the two or two of the more recent ones that it, i know of are the voyage the voyager of the demodon yeah. which i haven't actually seen i had it flopped and was just really really i didn't dull. i don't think it got much of a release no i
0: so, don't remember seeing the trailer for it. I've, I've read like i watched reviews because i only watch the only review channel i watch is jeremy johns mm. on youtube if you watch him he's fantastic um he mm. raved about it from memory. Yeah, right. Okay. And that's the only one I really sort of heard the review of, but I'm just waiting for it to come out so I can watch it.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty keen to see that and give it a gander like I'd I'd still like to watch Apparently it. Apparently it's
0: really good horror. That's, so, yeah, that's what right. I hope
1: for because I prefer it when it goes much more. Did down you watch
0: the Did you watch well you Luke find Luke it? Luke Evans. Luke Evans. Who what was he in? He was Dracula. Yeah. What else was he in?
1: Oh, the other guy was actually he's in it. He's, oh, um, he's in it. I he knew is, he was but he's in someone else. <laughs> yeah, I knew the dude that played preacher was in it. Um, Luke Evans. He's in. Oh, he's the guy that's who had the, stuff, They yeah. have the fight with. That's the yeah. big fight. Yeah. yeah. He's the other king yeah. Luke, Luke Evans is um, I don't know He was uh, In the Fast and Furious At some point He was what, Everyone's like, been in he, the Fast and Furious He was He was one of the main guys yeah. In one of them um, um, But he was also In Lord of the Rings From memory
0: uh, um, but, uh, Back to Dracula um,
1: Did you watch the series On Netflix?
0: The short series one? The three part Yeah
1: That were I really really enjoyed The first one Yep uh, The first episode I think episode Episode two. two was The Voyage. I think episode two, I didn't enjoy as much, but yeah, it was The Voyage. And then episode three- Was The Future. Kind of lost, lost me a little bit.
0: So that was done okay. by uh, the guy that did Sherlock, the series Sherlock with okay. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Um, him and his oh, writing um, partner. Side
1: note, how good's that show?
0: <laughs> well, the guy that plays um, Sherlock's brother mm. in that show, he's one of the writers. Yep. And Stephen Moffat is the other writer who used to be the showrunner for Doctor Who. Right. He did the Matt Smith era of mm. Doctor Who. Which is one of the great errors. Um, so yeah, so Stephen Moffat and him, him mm-hmm. they wrote, um, they wrote it, and it's Sherlock's is phenomenal. And the guy that played Moriarty in that, like, the best depiction of Moriarty ever. Yes. But um, yeah, the Dracula, I really enjoyed the, I enjoyed the whole three episodes mm-hmm. of it. I wish they did more of it, um, but yeah, they that they only ever do three for, episodes of shows.
1: From memory that. That's what, um, I think that's what left a sour taste in my mouth as well. The fact it was only three and I wanted yep. more. But they're movie length episodes True. as yes, well. Yes, they were, they were. They're so like was, own, it was their about... Own,
0: their own mini movies that just happened to connect yeah. together. Because it was of thing. about
1: four, four and a half hours worth, yeah. wasn't it? Something like that. But no, I definitely, it, I enjoyed that. Um, here it's I probably one of it... my favorite depictions of Dracula, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even, I mean, a movie that gets shat on a lot. But I thoroughly enjoyed, it was um, Van Helsing with um, I love that Hugh Jackman. Movie.
1: That, was a great, a great that was a great movie. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. One. That was a good one. I go back to that every now and again. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was a good movie. And then you find out at the end that he's Gabriel, the left yeah. hand, like the hand of God and yep. all that kind of yep. stuff. And it was a good twist on it. Um, the Van Helsing TV show. I haven't actually watched
1: that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I've started that, yeah. um, but I haven't. Oh, I think I might
0: have got like it was a good episodes. Sh- it was it? a good show because I, I kind of watched it when, started like watching when it came out. Start, it's like it? seven seasons oh, or something, shit. I think. Yeah. Really? Um, I started watching it when it first came out and I was like... That was where I was. And it's like, oh, it's just another zombie show between mm. vampires this time. But then I kept going and they got a really good mythology going mm. and it started working really well. Um, it was good, that one. And the other one that I thoroughly enjoyed, I actually read the books first,
1: was The Strain. I have seen the first two seasons so that's, that's of The Strain. Guillermo del, on... del
0: Toro yep. co-wrote the books with that. Okay. Um, that is my favorite depiction of the vampire lore yep. of what they actually are. Um, for those who don't know, essentially The Strain is, uh, it starts off with a plane that lands and everyone on the plane is dead. And it turns out that Uh, A parasite, a worm has gotten inside of them And when they get the worm inside them They turn into vampires Mm. Essentially Um, And it goes through a law And eventually the vampires have taken control of America and stuff And they Mm. use a nuke to block out the sun So the vampires can have free Mm. reign I think it's like 22 hours of the day Or something like that They have free reign Blah, blah, blah But it turns out The actual vampire law Is the vampires are actually angels and what happened was one of the angels, one of the archangels was killed and his blood went into the soil. And I think from memory, it was like a worm ate the blood and then someone ate the worm and they became the first oh. vampire. But the vampire's origin actually comes from angels. Right. And um, Dracula is, I think, I think it was Dracula. It's like the Dracula yeah. character is, um, he's like pretty much an angel. Right. He's like, he ate the body of an angel and therefore encompasses powers and stuff like that. There's actually a comic of it.
1: I knew there was a comic Yeah, of read it. the comic. The um, comic is a
0: really good adaption if you don't want to read the books. The series wasn't
1: as good. It, See, I watched the the series. I watched the first two seasons from... Yeah, beginning. so it was only three. Yeah. It was only three. Yeah. Okay, so I've only got so one each season was a book essentially. Cool. So, I mean... I've just only got one more season to go, so I might as well watch yeah. it. Um, the reason I stopped is because I got rid of Foxtel and it was on Foxtel. Oh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> that was literally the only reason I stopped watching it. Yeah, well,
0: I, rec- I recommend reading the comics. The comics okay. are really well done. Yeah. It kind of it gives you the vibe of the books. Yeah. Really like they're really good, really well adapted from the books. Mm-hmm. I found the season, the show to be a bit too Walking Dead-ish. Yeah, okay. For my liking because I'm not a fan of The Walking Dead show. I like the comics, but I wasn't a fan of the show. It was just a bit too... Oh, yeah, just another fucking zombie show kind of thing. The
1: first season or two of Walking Dead was good. Yeah, But I then just, after that, yeah. it just went oh,
0: shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite depictions of vampires in that show. We'll have to get amongst the comics. Not then. particularly Dracula, but vampires in yep. general. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, uh, one more thing for movies. Um, our favourite adaptation of comic to movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go first, mate.
1: All right. For me, it is um, the Dark Knight, which got converted into the two-part animated series. Two-part, oh, two-part animated yes. movies.
0: Oh, uh, that was fuck! They did that so
1: well. Brilliant. That's, that's Frank Miller, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, Frank Miller. Um, if you haven't watched it, it's two part, go watch it. It is absolutely incredible. It is, um, I didn't even think about animated. It is old man, Batman who's, um, come back because the mutant clan is starting to go a little bit rogue through the city. Um, he's just there to sort them out. That's more or less the first one. There's a bunch of other stuff that goes on through there. I mean, you get reintroduced by Joker's there. He gets reintroduced in some way, shape or form. Harvey Dent's in there in some way, shape or form and how they sort of play through that character development and whatnot so he can do what he needs to do. And then part two is more or less Superman coming along yeah, and saying, big ending. Oh, Superman comes along and says, mm, You got to stop what you're doing, Bruce. Like, you can't be doing this anymore. And old Bruce, Bruce too. It was like yeah. the old fucking, yeah, haggard Bruce. And Bruce kind of bat flicky. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, well, the, that's where that, he got bat from. Yeah, exactly. And, and he sort of Bruce turns around and goes, Superman. Clark, get the fuck out of Gotham. <laughs> I'm going to put a big fucking suit on and belt the living exactly. shit out of you. And, it, and that just sort of goes as it does for a while. And literally, like, the whole premise of um, the end, like, the end of the movie is Batman in his metal suit, in his metal armor, versing Superman. And the intent of doing it, it, he just, he stands over him at the end. And from memory, he says something That's along up, the I want you to
0: remember this day, the day that a man beat you or something yeah. like that I Rem- think it is
1: remember that one man beat you yeah. imagine what we could all do yeah something or like something that something yeah. like, and you just think you just beat the fuck out of Superman to show him that you could yeah and that was just so so well done and they done. did a
0: poor version of him of it in oh, Batman v
1: Superman <laughs> Like that, that was so dumb <sighs> don't so get me started on Martha Wait, that was okay that was I loved BBS uh, except for that Love the movie Except for that (laughs) Now if they went More so down the route Of I beat the fuck out of you Because I can And I need to show That I can Brilliant Which is exactly What the Dark Knight did I can beat the fuck out of you So I did go away <laughs> yep. um, yeah yeah. That, that's my favorite absolutely brilliant I haven't gone too much into the detail other than giving you the biggest plot point at the end Yep. Um, still highly I mean, recommend there's no spoilers the comic's been out for fucking years it's one of the most exactly. famous I think Batman comics famous ever written the late 80s or something yeah. It, it, yeah absolutely brilliant go read the comic go watch the movie it is a two part Absolutely, fantastically written.
0: Yeah, I, I struggled with this one personally because I just, I love so comic many. book movies There's so many. <laughs> oh, um, no, one of my first thoughts I'll was think of another one in a week. by far it's not the best adaption by any means mm. at all. Like it's, it's, I watched it back not that long ago. but It was pretty shitty. <laughs> um, the Spawn movie. Oh,
1: I yeah. say I, th- I say this well. because.
0: <laughs> When that came out of the movies, I went and saw that six times at the movies. Yep. I thought it was fucking awesome. Cause I loved that comic as a kid, man. Like it was just brutal, it was blood. It was just fucking the character, the whole concept of the character mm. is fucking amazing. The cape. Um, so, I, and I went, went and watched that so many times. It was fantastic. I loved it. Not the best movie by any means nah. at all. Um, he's doing a new one. Jamie Foxx is playing Spawn. <laughs> I see. Nice. Um, whether it comes out or not, whoever knows, but apparently it's in the works. Um, my other one, uh, I went from that to the Spawn animated series, the HBO animated I've never series. That. I've got it. I'll give it to you. It is so fucking good, man. It is, it is the comics come to life because it was done by Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Like, it had love put in, it had the creators' love put into it. Because yes. if anyone doesn't know, Spawn is done by Todd McFarlane and Image Comics. And Image Comics was founded by a group of artists who used to work for Marvel and DC. Who got fed up with the fact of they didn't own the rights mm. to any characters they created? Yeah. Like Todd, Todd McFarlane created Venom, mm. he didn't, doesn't have any rights to the character of Venom. But so they all got pissed off. They left. They found at Image Comics, and the the sort of bylaw of Image Comics was um you create a character you own that character mm. you get everything to do with that character you can do whatever you want with that character mm-hmm. and spawn was the big one in image comics and i think they're up to they're about to release issue 350 nice. of spawn um and uh we'll talk about spawn at another point because it is a phenomenal comic but yeah that spawn animated hbo series is sensational um but that's kind of one of my favorite ones there um the other one that I've only just thought of just because you, you mentioned the <laughs> Dark Knight animated one was the Flashpoint animated movie. It came the one out... one that came out recently? Not that. It was about three, four years yeah. ago now, I think. And it kind of wrapped up that arc of brilliant DC movies, mm. kind of that new 52 era yeah. DC movies.
1: They were some cool movies. And
0: it wrapped it up and led it into the next era of movies because yeah. if no one knows the story of Flashpoint, don't watch the Flash movie because that was a fucking bad adaption of it. <laughs> the actual story of Flashpoint essentially is um, Barry Allen wants to save his mum. He goes back in time. The
1: best way is the comic.
0: Yeah, he goes back in time, essentially saves his mum, and that creates a fucking cascading butterfly effect of, of things that change. So when he comes back to modern times, um, essentially the big thing that's happening is uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman fuck – Mirror finds out. Wonder Woman kills Mirror. Mm. So the Atlanteans and the Amazonians have start a war, which pretty much destroys nearly the entire world. Yep. But then you've also got these side things where um, Bruce Wayne dies instead yep. of his parents and his dad becomes Batman, who's just this grisly old fuck that shoots people mm-hmm. and his mum goes crazy and becomes the Joker.
1: Um, side note on that, I would love to see the BVS arc for those two old oh <laughs> yes. my god those yeah. two that would be anywho <laughs> yeah, and um
0: and uh yeah like superman was kept in he landed in russia and he's kept in a fucking thing mm. and becomes super weak and they have to try and get him out to help try and save the day and it's just a sensational one and then it turns out that it's all actually zoom who's doing uh doing this to barry and stopping him from be able to traveling back through the speed force but zoom's actually dying but he's not dying because he's moving so fast the bullet hole in his head isn't doing and it's so many things Mm. that are happening and they come back and he fixes it but then right at the end of it and again this is a spoiler because the comic's been out for so long and the show's been out for so the movie's been out for long enough he ends up having they're like uh, a whole heap of these heroes have died after these battles with dark side and all this Mm. kind of stuff and um they're just like Barry just just do it Yeah And just Barry just fucking runs from, Runs across the mm. water And just Just changes everything And then that goes into uh, Constantine movie
1: Yeah Which uh, is Justice like, League Dark
0: No 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 This is just a Constantine uh, House of
1: Oh that was a three part thing That Yeah, yeah so yeah. that
0: is That's actually the gap Between yep. the end of that arc Of DC mm. movies And it's Constantine with um, Spectre Yeah Spectre the big mm. white dude With yep. the green cape uh, him kind of and Constantine making a deal with that, and then it, that leads into the new style of movies mm. with the new art style and all that yep. kind of stuff, and mm. you see it change in that Constantine yep. one, which is pretty cool. Um, so that yeah, just I've only just thought of that. So that's that's mm. another one on the list there.
1: And I suppose on the, on the note of that, year, we would just spoke about a few animated bits of um, like the comics and the comic adaption. Some people I know will just sort of go, oh, it's just another cartoon. They're not just another cartoon. Not in any bit. I mean,
0: people listening to this
1: wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like the people who um, are maybe on the fence whilst listening to this. Yes, this is true. Go and watch the animated movies for these types of things in the adaptions because they are so incredibly well written
0: uh a perfect if we will oh, i want to talk about a lot of things i've listened said in here we haven't talked about <laughs> um but a perfect one for people who want to even if, if you like comics but you know like, oh, i don't want to watch cartoons and stuff uh the batman animated series it's mm. just come on netflix yes watch the shit out of that that was oh, that was the standard for animated shows man mm. it was so adult it was phenomenal introduction of harley quinn my yep. favorite character mm-hmm. um all that kind of stuff you got all of the rogues gallery in there it was sensational and then they did the phenomenal movie the mask of phantasm that's good very, oh very it good is movie. such a good film man uh it's amazing um but yeah so that's uh that's our picks there mm-hmm. so uh we are on to Uh, So, on this one, we've uh, decided that me and Brock are both going to recommend a comic to each other, Mm -hmm. and we're going to read it, and then next episode, we'll come back, we'll talk about said comic, Mm -hmm. and then we'll probably do this recurring every now and then, and see how it goes, just so we can get some new comics, and we get to talk about some comics, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, this was your idea, Brock, so you can come up with it.
1: I will go first. Now, I'm going to recommend something that I hope you haven't read. Oh,
0: here we go. But... I'll reread it, it. Won't anyway. won't surprise me. I'll if reread you it because I probably would have read it a long time ago if I have.
1: Injustice.
0: I haven't. Re- I've watched yes. the movie. I haven't read it. I watched the cartoon movie. Okay. I haven't read it.
1: So Injustice. For those who don't know, it, there was a video game that came out a few years two ago. Two games, uh, I think. Two yeah. video yeah. games. yep. Um. Awesome concept of getting sucked into a different uh, universe, basically within the DC multiverse type. Yada yada yada. Um. Go give it a read and we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Injustice. We'll just go um, year one for now.
0: Okay. So essentially it's, yeah, he gets sucked in and then I think Superman's the baddie in that world? More or less, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but okay. the, com- the comics touch on it a little bit differently. Um, the games. So the game is after the comic. Okay, 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 cool. Yeah. So the game is where he gets sucked in, where Batman from Call It Our Universe gets yep. sucked into that universe. Um, earth Earth. Prime or Earth One, is that what they call no, I it? In DC? I can't remember in that one. But anywho, um, this Injustice is more or less the, the comic, sorry, is prequel to that. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's, yeah, it's really, really cool. And it is, it's not about our world, Batman. It is purely on if their world is okay, yeah. in their world. Cool. It's really, right. really
0: cool. All right. Yeah, definitely. I'll give that a read. Um, I was going to recommend one for you, but. There's, it's one of those ones where there's so many different issues and they go left, right, and fucking center that it just would have taken you so long to read. And that's Dark Metal, DC Dark Metal. Uh, yep, yep, yep. It's so good, but there are so many different things you have to read for it that it's just a bit of a fucking nightmare to <laughs> recommend that. So I'm going to go to one of my favorite comics that I've read. We've men- I've mentioned this before. I think it was one of my adaption ones or something. No, I don't know. Um, but I've mentioned before, and that is Return to Wonderland. Okay. So this is done by Xenoscope Comics. Uh, their main comic is called The Grim, Grim Fairy Tales, mm-hmm. and it kind of takes all the fairy tales but tells the real or the OG versions of uh, them, yep, yep, of yep. like the more bloody versions I and the kind it, of stuff yeah. like that. And that essentially, Return to Wonderland is based on Callie, Alice's daughter, mm-hmm. which is actually an anagram of Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, without ruining anything, it starts. Uh, Alice commits suicide. So old age Alice Mm -hmm. commits suicide at the start of it just because she's gone fucking mental from her time spent in Wonderland. Sure. Um, And Callie then gets sucked into Wonderland and Wonderland ain't what it used to be. (laughs) It's a fucked up place now. Uh, And essentially that's it. And then um, it's, I'll get you to read the first one, Mm -hmm. first trade back, which is six issues smashed together. Um, Then there's the two sequels and then there's, series mm-hmm. follow I've never actually read most of those mini series <laughs> ones I've mainly read the three trade packs and then the couple of the collect like they do like a Red Queen one a Mad Hatter one kind of thing like yeah, yeah. individual focusing on the other characters um, but yeah Return to Wonderland it's fucking phenomenal and mm. we'll get you to read that one right. marvellous alright well that's it guys that's uh, that's it for episode the fave don't forget that we've got the website franticnerdcast.com that you can head to We go, every now and then we're going to be putting some articles up that you can have a little read through and peruse uh, head to the facebook page you got any questions or anything like that you want anything you want us to talk about chuck them on the facebook page mm-hmm.
1: and also if you want to throw in some uh whether it be some comics for us to have a gander at some games to give a try board games ccgs or whatever or that would be awesome for you guys to reach out and uh come along the journey with us
0: yeah all right thank you very much for listening guys and we'll see you next time on frantic cast see you
1: later